0: Welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. In this episode, I'm sharing a wealth of information regarding simple ways to boost your well-being around the clock, from how you start your day to its end. Get a pen ready. You're going to want to write a few of these down. Here we go. Across my social media channels, I've shared that my favorite magazine right now is Porter. It's a beautiful magazine for starters. Also, I love how smartly it approaches women's lives as they relate to not only fashion, but also to health, to education, to female empowerment. It's a magazine that's inspired me to ask for what I want, it helps me see my full potential. I tore an article from their January issue called Press Reset. I'm sure intending to read it shortly thereafter, but as often happens when you tear something off and you put it away, it gets buried. In my recent office purge slash reorganization, which was spurred by... Marie Kondo's book, which I talked about in a couple of previous episodes, I found the article, and I just read it. I want to give full credit to the article's authors. This article was compiled by Newbie Hands, Danielle Fox, and Evie Latham, and my apologies if I'm mispronouncing anyone's name there. I've spoken about New Year's resolutions on my blog, as well as in Episode 7 of this podcast, I don't make formal resolutions, but I knew I wanted to approach this year differently and feel more accomplished at the close of this year, especially when it comes to my image consulting business. As we know, many burn out fast on New Year's resolutions, mostly because we set the bar too high. For instance, I'm gonna eat clean six days a week, or I'm gonna work out five days a week, et cetera, et cetera. Well, four to eight weeks in, you're done. So to feel more accomplished this year, I knew I had to take a gentler approach. And it's interesting that this article is about simplicity. There are a lot of tips, but these are ones that are very simple to do. And it's just very educational, many of these things, just little shifts that you might need to be making to incorporate into your daily life. So this leads me to my first takeaway from the article, and it's basically about setting a daily intention to live a simpler way. We cram our day with a lot of stuff. From the moment our feet hit the floor beside our bed in the morning to the moment we lift them into bed at night, we are busy and scheduled with little or no time for a pause. A busy life isn't a fulfilling one or a happy one. It's quite the opposite. Many studies show that this busyness is leading to anxiety and stress. We don't, we can't fit it all in. So then, at the end of our day, we end up feeling defeated rather than accomplished. You've got a list of things you got done, but there's a list of things that you didn't. So slowing down and saying no to things, even no to really good things, is where you find more peace and more balance. Each person's pace is different. You'll have to play around with it to find your sweet spot. I can put a lot more into my schedule than my husband can, for instance. I juggle a few more balls and too many balls overwhelms him. For instance, if we have more than two social engagements in a weekend, he gets anxious about that. But I could party hop to two or three or four engagements in one night if you let me. The next takeaway is about breathing and resetting your brain. And this is so interesting because starting last fall, I thought to myself, I need to take yoga. I'm not stretching enough. I'm not breathing enough. That's one thing that I've been doing this year And so one way to reset your brain is to do alternate nostril breathing. And we did this in our yoga class earlier this year. So I'm going to describe to you how it's done. This type of breathing alters brain waves and brings mental focus. So take your index finger and close off your left nostril. Breathe in. Then take your thumb of the same hand to close off the right nostril and exhale through the left. Then inhale through the left, close it off and exhale through the right. Are you trying it? So repeat this for three minutes. Another thing you can do is to just breathe in and out through the left nostril to stimulate the right side of your brain. This is the side which instills calm and it also stimulates the logical side of your brain. Right nostril breathing, on the other hand, engages your left brain, your creative side. Exercising outside is the next takeaway. And I noticed this when I lived in Seattle. This was kind of a stressful period in my life and i loved walking outside going to the parks and beaches i felt calmer and happier when i did this being outside does in fact boost your mood and reduce anxiety many studies have shown this this is interesting though if you exercise in the morning like i do take a gentler approach The article said our cortisol levels are at their highest in the morning. This is what gives us the get up and get out of bed. But if you exercise rigorously in the morning, you're gonna introduce more cortisol into your body. So we don't want that. Those who exercise moderately at 7 a.m. have lower blood pressure throughout the day. My next takeaway from the article is about supplements. So the body is at its peak of absorption in the morning. So with food in the morning is when you take your vitamins. Especially if you take B vitamins, which boost your energy. If you take those too late in the day, they will keep you up at night. And I don't take vitamin C as a daily supplement, but if you do, listen to this. It says taking a bit throughout the day is better than taking a mega dose in the morning because that mega-dose can increase inflammation and raise your blood sugar levels. But, if you say take 500 micrograms with breakfast and dinner, it's better. We all know winding down at night is difficult, and the article said that this is because your brain is busy analyzing your day. I would never thought about it that way, but I'm sure that's true. And one thing you can do if you enjoy writing is to journal. Write three challenges you're facing and three successes you had that day to bring clarity and perspective. Stretching before bed helps calm the mind and reduce stress. As little as 10 minutes of simple stretching signals the body to shut down for the night. And it is shown to help you fall into a deeper sleep faster. I need to stretch more so this is a huge takeaway for me. I think I can squeeze 10 minutes in at night. I should at any rate because especially knowing that it can help your body wind down. Now we've all heard that Epsom salt baths help you rest better. That's due mostly to the magnesium and the salt and this magnesium regulates the nervous system, relaxes muscle, and aids digestion. Now here's something interesting from the article. If you're having trouble staying asleep, say you're waking up between 1 and 3 AM, well this is the time of night that your liver is its most active as it's ridding the body of toxins, so it's said to consider taking milk thistle at the beginning of your day to aid the liver. If you're waking a bit later, but before your alarm, say at 5 a.m., it could be due to your large intestine. This is its active time, so you might want to take a pre or a probiotic. Lastly, we know drinking a glass of water in the morning helps get your system going. It's a healthy thing to do, first thing. But drinking water or herbal tea in the late afternoon and early evening hydrates you for rest. I've never thought about hydrating myself for rest. Dehydration, though, actually causes a drop in the sleep-inducing hormone melatonin. So don't try this too close to bedtime or you'll be getting up at night, but I just think that this is a fascinating um, bit of advice. So aren't these easy? I'm going to make a list of my favorites on an index card because I'm visual and I need reminders um, to keep me on track. And if you're visual too, make a card to remind yourself. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week talking with you about influence. In the meantime, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode and share a favorite episode with a friend. And if you love this podcast, it would be amazing to have you review me. Thank you again and speak to you soon.